Welcome everybody. This is what's up for you. And um, yeah, let's let's start by settling the energy. There's there's a lot moving for one reason or another. Um, as I was getting ready to prepare for the call, or was as I was coming in, you could just feel the energy just kind of amping up a bit. So um, let's just see if we can breathe into that heart space. And yeah, breathe nice and deep into the heart space. And today, instead of going out 360 degrees, we might wanna move that energy down into the lower part of our body. So inhaling in through the heart and exhaling down into the earth. Yeah. Okay, let's try that again. Deep inhale into the heart space and exhale that energy down to the earth and expect to be met. Expect that there's something that actually receives that energy as you exhale it into the earth. Okay, one more deep, 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 right into the heart. Exhaling down into the earth, fully received. Yeah, full permission to be here. Here we go. All right, so still a little, still a little wobbly, <laughs> still a little energy moving. So as we move through the call today, um, hopefully we'll get different elements and different pieces of this through your questioning. But when you feel that wave of energy come through again, back into the heart and then down lower in the body. So um, yeah, so let's start with questions and it might stop for a short uh, reboot of that in just a little bit. <laughs> so Sharon, how about you? All right, first question. What's going on in the cosmos? I'm feeling depressed today. Found that some friends are saying the same thing. Really strange feelings. Yeah, well, okay. Now I don't feel so bad either because now I know that everybody was picking up kind of the same thing. So let's, let's just look here for a second and see what actually... You know, I'll tell you what... What I see is this, um, it's like there's this edge, like there's a, a, you know, like they talk about the razor's edge. It feels, in some ways, the energy feels very sharp, very laser-like. But again, it's like if we're, to me, it almost looks like we're not in the old world anymore. You know, we can't go back there no matter how many times we try to go back to that old reality. It's not going to work and it doesn't help to try to go backwards in that way. And it's almost like every single time we might try that, it's, it's kind of like um, we hit that edge, we hit that, we hit that sharp point again. And so what it's kind of doing is by trial and error, it's saying, okay, we have to, we have to identify with, we have to align with our futures. Um, and the future that we know is possible, 
not just what has been created out of our old imprinting. So, and it's interesting because it, there's almost like this big grid structure there and it's like it's collapsed. You know, it's the, it's, I, I don't know if it just happened today or it's been building up, but it's all of a sudden, it's like, it's just collapsed, can't go backwards. If you try to go backwards, you hit this kind of edge and that edge kind of makes you, makes us all a little anxious, a little nervous, a little what's happening. But just by virtue of the fact that we get a little bit of anxiety, we start asking what else is possible? Well, where are we going if we can't go back? Yeah. And um, I think these are such good questions to ask right now because we're, it's not up to anybody else to create the future. We're gonna do that. We're doing that collectively. So anyway, I hope that's helpful. But yeah, man, it's a, it's a big collapse today. So struck, and it's not just the structures out in the world like political or um, those kinds of structures that I'm talking about. It's like literally the, the matrix or the grid or whatever that energetic field is that kind of keeps things together. It just looks like somebody pulled out the right straw and the whole thing, house of cards comes crashing in. So um, we'll let the dust settle. My guess is, is that there's gonna be some, uh, I think there's some information coming too that for those people who maybe that house of cards hasn't fully fallen yet, I think it's not too far. <laughs> it's on its way. Yeah, so I hope that's helpful. Uh, could we all do another grounding? Cause Susie's freezing a lot. So oh, I am okay. And it's just you. And so oh, I think okay. All right. So yep, let's do it again then. So huh. Hold on a second. Yeah, I'm not able to hold it in uh, like I am on typical days for whatever reason. This one's bigger. So okay, inhaling into the heart space and really feel it in, inhale into the heart space, exhale it all the way down, 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 all the way down into the earth. And don't, instead of just anchoring it, like we're not just popping it in, we're actually, it's almost like we want something to come up and hold that energy that we're, that we're moving into the earth. So another time into the heart and exhale down into the earth space. Here we go. Here we go. Ooh, here we go a little bit better. And let's one more time just for good measure and inhaling into the heart space and exhaling all the way down, 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 down. Yeah, feel yourself kind of locked in place and not locked up by, but literally held by. There we go. Okay. Is that better, Sharon? Much. Thank you. Okay, cool. Thanks. Okay, so this question is, how do we help our kids maintain 
help ourselves and our kids maintain healthy boundaries, especially when an adult authority figure teacher oversteps sometimes chronically? Um, yeah, I, I think that yeah, this, this is the way of the world right now too, right? I mean, where these things are coming to the surface. So each one of us individually can address them and therefore collectively there can be a different reality moving forward. And, and I know as uncomfortable as it actually is for most of us to kind of meet that kind of conflict, I, we're in this place right now where we actually have to be able to say to other people, hey, that's an overstep. That's, you know, that's an overstep of, of, of a boundary. I don't feel comfortable with that we really need to be able to use our voice and use our words on a very practical level for those kinds of things. I'd like there to be like a, there are energetic ways of supporting yourself and, you know, creating that sphere for yourself or anchoring yourself. There's all of those things, but we're kind of, um, Honestly, we're kind of past that. We're kind of in this place of, yes, that doesn't work for me. You know, that's that's not right for me. Um, and bringing it to attention sometimes. I'm just looking here. Very often, others are overstepping their energetic boundaries because they feel it, it either makes them feel more secure to overstep that boundary, makes them feel maybe more powerful to overstep that boundary. Um, but it's kind of, you know, our opportunity to say, hey, yeah, we don't need to go there. We don't need to, we don't need to overstep that boundary. Um, and sometimes just bringing awareness to it. A lot of people are overstepping boundaries right now, physically, mentally, emotionally, you know, I'm feeling it in my energy field quite a bit lately too, where I'm noticing I have to say, you know, not that somebody's physically standing there, but energetically it's coming in. It's like, yeah, no, that, that stays out there. Um, and this is, these are the, it's almost like these are the invitations that we can make to others right now. So I would, I'd use your voice on this one, honestly. Um, scary, I know. I can feel the race in my heart just thinking, you know, or feeling the energy behind it. But it's it's really from the voice at this point. Okay. Next question. I had two seemingly minor incidents to my left foot. My whole left side has been affected, and I let's see. I feel like I have an energetic hole in the left side of my head. In wondering about the deeper cause of of injury, any insights? You know, it's interesting because this goes a little bit with the boundary issue that we were just talking about a second ago. It's almost like your that whole left side is being drawn from energetically. And it's almost like it it probably has been drawn from maybe your whole life, you know. Um, and I'm gonna put it in this context when the energy of you know, empath, narcissist, you know, that those two energies, 
The narcissist needs somebody to feel their feelings. They need someone to be um, connected to or, but it's, but in that case, it's really all about them. The, the intuitive, right, um, which you are, is very often drawn on for all kinds of different reasons. And sometimes people know they're being drawn on and sometimes not, but you're being drawn on <laughs> from that whole left side. So let's let's close up. Let's close up these different places. There's one up in the head. There's one in the side, like I would say, left, if we're gonna go left, left side of the heart. And there's also one like left side of that connection between the the kneecaps and the earth. And that's really that whole band of energy is an interface with the earth. So it makes it really hard to fully, fully integrate here when you're constantly being drawn on um, by that energy. So let's, let's, and for anybody who feels that this applies to them as well, let's close up that headspace. And sometimes like it can happen when people are asking you questions or people are, are asking for your take on something or they're, and they're not necessarily consciously meaning to take from you, but, but they do anyway, because they're, they're, they're looking for something to be given um, that they don't think they have themselves. Right, so we'll close up that headspace. Yeah, just keep, close it all up. Yep, and then let's go to the side of the heart. We'll close up that heart space. And even when I say close up the heart space to an empath, to somebody who has that energy, they go, no, 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 I don't wanna close up my heart space, right? Um, and all I'm gonna say is that we're really needing to learn how to modulate that heart energy right now, because if not, it does just get yanked all over the place. It gets pulled on. Those heart strings get tugged all over the place and we lose our balance. <clears throat> so clearing up that heart space on the left. There we go. And then that whole energy field between the kneecaps and the the earth. Yeah, it's, it's like the difference between being able to fully be here and having that feeling of being kind of like up and out. Yeah, so that's what's shifting here. And you can do this yourself too. I mean, literally, like just, you can literally intend to clear that field, you know, clear that heart. You, you, know, you know where it feels off. So just move it through. It's gonna just enhance your, uh, your own empathic abilities, especially when you use them on your, your behalf. So hope that helps. <laughs> okay, this question is, I have been struggling with feeling unmotivated and tired. I am focusing on healing my trauma, but wonder if focusing too much attention on my negative emotions too much of the time. Yeah, there's so many levels of exhaustion going on right now. I mean, when you think about, think about having to 
dismantle or that everything is being dismantled and that you're in this rebuilding process. So the dismantling's already occurred and but rebuilding can um, can take energy, quite frankly. Um, so let's see something else here. Sharon, say that last piece again, just the, she said the exhaustion and then what was after that? Let's see. Uh, let's see. I am focusing on healing my trauma, but wondering if I'm focusing too much attention on my negative emotions and too, too much of the time. Yeah. So, um, so again, let's consider that, that everything's dismantled right let's 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 consider that the 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 past trauma is dismantled um you're kind of like we're in the like sitting in the dust or we're sitting in the rubble so to speak and so it's really not um i would spend more time give more energy to what you would like to create versus um the trauma that the trauma that you experienced yeah i would stay i would stay with okay this um kind of in the rubble parts of the rubble you're going to use to build a new other parts you're never going to see again it's just going to go by the wayside you're not you don't need that information um to to help you restructure and so i would really i mean how do you want it to feel what do you want it to look like? Those relationships or whatever those were that didn't go so well in the past, what do you want that relationship to look like in the future? And not a specific individual or a specific arrangement or that kind of thing, but, but just, you know, what do you want to experience in the future? And again, this also gets to this place of what do you know is possible? Not, not the trauma that you experienced. The trauma that you experienced says, you know, well, I'm not sure what's possible or nothing's possible. But so that's only one aspect or element of you. There's this other element that's also sitting there in the rubble kind of going, okay, what do we rebuild now? Yep. And this is kind of where we are both collectively and uh, individually. So, yeah. Questions are, what do you want to rebuild? All right. Next question is, I have an upcoming acupuncture appointment, and I'm wondering if you could guide me on the areas, systems of my body that could use some support that I can then uh, advise my acupuncturist to focus on. Um, there are... Uh, there are acupuncture points I can, uh, on the wrist that are actually for the heart and they, they're around protection of the heart, right? So these points go up the arms and lead into the heart space. And so that protective mechanism, we just wanna, we wanna just release that energy. So there's that. The other thing too, is there's a little bit of um, energy in the kidneys. So, and again, we've been through all kinds of 
everything's been kind of discombobulated and we're moving into a brand new reality that nobody knows anything really about. And we're drawing up from within ourselves new information all the time. Sometimes it comes all the way up to the surface, but more often than not right now, it kind of comes up into the heart and the heart can't quite hold it yet. And so it drops back down. So we're opening the heart, number one, so that that heart can receive the information that's coming up from within your own knowing. And we also want to support the kidneys because the kidneys really represent some of that fear and anxiety and stress that naturally come about when you're transitioning from one whole reality to another one. I mean, it's no, no easy undertaking. Um, so I, those would be my two focal points for you. Um, yeah, heart, and especially around the protection around the heart, which I do believe is these points, so, and kidneys. Okay, next question is, uh, this person is wondering about circulation concerns and stress that points to their liver and it not functioning functioning properly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, livers, livers, livers. There, <laughs> we've um, you know, we with all the conditioning that has been in place for twelve thousand some odd years, we haven't really been livers of life. <laughs> we really haven't been living livers. And, and the liver also takes on that angst and that frustration and that anger. It also is, you know, the liver, although it, on a physical level, it flushes and cleans the system. You know, think about that happening multidimensionally and think about all the different energy that the liver has tried to flush out. Um, you know, things that are moving physically, mentally, emotionally, it's trying to, it's working hard to process. And if the liver was already kind of sluggish in one way or another, um, it's, it just bogs it down that much further. Um, and so, I, I mean, honestly, we're talking about very physical kinds of things right now. It's, it is, it is things like a liver cleanse or a liver flush. It is, things like, you know, we can go back to acupuncture again or some kind of support so that that energy is actually moving through because it's not so much that there is a, uh, it's not so much that there is a core feeling or belief or whatever that needs to necessarily needs to move or needs to be identified to move. We just want that energy moving, yeah? And it's almost like it starts picking up steam again. And as it picks up steam, it starts flushing things out all the better. Um, but it does look like it needs some support and a little bit of a jump start. So acupuncture actually can work really, really well for this. Um, you know, things like this, I have a tendency to use my, it's here actually, I'll show it here. I have a tendency to use my Healy for some of this kind of stuff. It's, this is, 
uh, basically rife technology. And you can read more about it on the website if it's of interest. But I, I, I'm finding now anyway that I need the, I still, I need the physical input to shift something. Yep. So anyway, Healy. Um, it has all kinds of different programs, um, and there are there's uh, liver, kidneys, you know, you name it. There's all kinds of different programs, um, and for those of us who are a little bit more sensitive, you know, something like, you know, you can use homeopathy, you can use uh, you can use acupuncture, acupuncture, you can use something like a frequency. But I'd stay in that realm if you can, because a little bit of energy really goes a long way, is what I'm noticing anyway. So. All right, this question is, just in the past few days, I have had random thoughts that don't seem like my own. They make no sense to me. They come when I'm trying to relax, then next moment I can't even remember them. They make me feel like I'm going crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, welcome to the thinning of the veil and true oneness, true multidimensional oneness. So, um, so first, I mean, this, we're all going to get this message sooner or later, but um, a lot of, for a lot of us, it's really hard to fathom that, you know, we have our own physical body. So it's like, this is my body. These are my thoughts. These are my emotions. It's never really been that way. It's never been that they were simply your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, whatever your body. And we, we can kind of understand that when we think, okay, you know, thoughts, you know, I, I used to, with the, uh, Awesomeism practitioners years ago, I used to suggest to them that they drive into different places in their city, you know, drive into a drive into a more impoverished place in the city or wherever you live and sit there for a few minutes and just notice what you start thinking about. And then drive to a playground where there's lots of kids having a good time and they're, you know, you know, that innocence is there and notice what you think there. And so what we really want to understand is that we are all receivers, right? We're all picking up information from those around us. And so if we understand that, then we can really begin to kind of go, wow, okay, these thoughts that are running through my head, I can have compassion for, or I can have some sense of empathy, sympathy, even sometimes for they're not, they're not your thoughts, right? And one of the things I used to do is because I used to have this quite a bit, was like, oh my gosh, if this is the way um, the world around me might be thinking, or if this is the stress that humanity is under, what can I offer that energy? in order to dissipate some of that energy. And usually love, compassion, understanding are gonna be really good bets, you know, of places to start. So I don't see it as, um, I don't see this as, as entities per se or other energies that are 
trying to infiltrate or that kind of thing. I see it more as we've got a collective distortion in the mental emotional body. That, that collective distortion has been there for eons. It's just that right now it's so flipping obvious. It's so right up on the surface. And so as much as you can, you know, consider that whatever's coming through you as that receiver is coming through you so that you can have love, understanding, compassion for it. Yeah. I this it gets a little um odd, maybe, or uh interesting odd depending on how you perceive it but even people that are having physical symptomology right now and they'll say oh that's you know it's it's we perceive it as this is information this is my experience because it's moving through my body it just simply is not true it's it's Everybody, if you take a whole collective and you've got some people within that collective who can move mental energy, some who can move emotional energy, some who can move or process uh, biological information or physiological energy, those people are doing that now, whether they know it or not, whether they've ever been told that that's their you know, one of their capacities or not, it is happening because it's not about separation. We're not, we're, we were never here in separation, but we were conditioned to believe that we were. So, but now we're getting this greater um, experience and awareness of literally like what happens to one happens to all. We are all interwoven and interconnected. Um, so you, it, to me, it feels like that's exactly what you're doing. You're processing some of the heavier energies, maybe, um, yeah, through your mental body. And maybe the reason you're the one doing that is because you can identify it for what it is and you can not try to push it away or not try to force it away, but um, allow it to be transmuted through you. Yeah, we have no idea just how fast we are, <laughs> you know, what our capacities actually are. Okay, next question. Uh, what, let's see, does the energetic collapse have an, an intense impact upon our bodies? Yeah, because, because our bodies, think about your body being, think about your body being in relationship to its environment, which we all know that that happens anyway. You know, you, you walk into, you walk into a beautiful garden, your body probably feels good, right? You walk into a room where people have just been arguing, your body's not going to feel so good. So let's take that out a little bit further and say, okay, our bodies have existed in a certain energetic template that makes up the structure of what we have called reality up to this point. And then, you know, all of a sudden that structure starts to collapse. And this is also the reason why so many, I mean, I know I've been saying this almost every day. It's like, now, no, wait a minute, what do I believe again? 
do I believe that? Is that true? Is that not true? You know, and so um, having to go back inside again and just, you know, look at it or feel into it or notice what I'm noticing. But this whole idea of what we believe and what we don't believe, right? That's collapsing too. So you've got this human body that has been used to standing in a, in a particular reality structure. That reality structure has been, has been dismantling, let's say since 2012 or so. And at this stage of the game, it's caving in fast, you know, it's just, and so again, your body is going to notice that, that cave in. So, and it may be that you feel, you might feel emotional, you might feel exhausted. There might be, um, who knows what's kind of coming out in that collapse, right? And so again, you know, being as loving and kind to ourselves as possible. I mean, we have not, we've not done this before, not like this ever. You know, it's like we're, we're all doing this by trial and error. So if somebody tells you that they've got it all figured out, I might have a big question mark about that. But, but nevertheless, it's like, yeah, let's see it as the reality that we stood in has been caving and now it's in full-blown collapse. And, um, and sometimes the body just can't even stand up. You know, sometimes the body can't find its positioning in without that old reality. Yeah. And the even trickier part is in some ways there's not a new reality except for the one that you're going to be creating. <laughs> so that's the other tricky part. We're standing there in the rubble. It's like, okay, now what? It's like nothing. <laughs> there's, there's no now what until it starts to be created up from and through you. So yes, it definitely is felt in the body. All right, question, uh, Mike. I am curious with my child's daily triggers that stress response in my nervous system that there's a higher purpose to it and she's creating the opportunity for me to consciously process through some trauma energy. Is this true and how can I do this successfully? Um, well, it is true that so many of these higher vibe kids are able to see deeper into our multidimensional fields. And because they're able to see deeper into those multidimensional fields, they trigger points that, you know, maybe somebody else would just not trigger at all. So, but again, you already know this, we're using that opportunity simply to be loving and compassionate to that part of ourselves which is triggered yep it's it's uh, we it's not a crime i mean and i know we've been conditioned to believe this it is not a crime to feel like crap you know and quite honestly it this whole idea too that somehow when we feel light and airy and fluffy that our frequency is high and when we feel heavier our frequency is low 
No, your frequency is what your frequency is. Your frequency um, came with you. And yes, it can, it can fluctuate a little bit, but the, the greater truth is, is that as we meet whatever is arising within our situation with love, compassion, acceptance, when we can hold it close and allow it to be there, it will transmute. It, it will transmute. A lot of times we don't feel comfortable enough though sitting long enough or being present to it long enough so that it actually feels like it's been mapped. Yeah. I, and I would have said, you know my work well enough to know that I would have said, I may have said something different even up to a few months ago. But it's more important how you meet the information that's arising or how you meet the trigger that shows up. It's more important that you, how you meet it than where it came from or what it's about or what it might mean. Um, the, the biggest piece is, yeah, can you, can you have love, compassion, appreciation? And every time we do that, we're using that, that part of ourselves that we already are and have always been, but we just, I've been paying attention to where we were broken instead of where we were already whole. <laughs> so, yeah, I hope that's helpful. I know I'm kind of being like direct into the point today and I can feel it's like, oh, what happened to the warmer, fuzzier, you know, kind of energy. But, but what I really want to say is you guys are right there. It's like, you're right into this place of, of, the embodiment of this transformation or the embodiment of this new world and this new trajectory, um, new direction. And so, so it, it doesn't take a lot of those moments, but whether it's using our voice or whether it's having compassion for a part of ourselves or whether it's not assuming that just because we have a thought or a feeling or an ache or a pain that it belongs to us. It doesn't mean that we, we're not the stewards of it or we can't support it, but we're, I mean, you feel this? I mean, there's so much shifting and changing in reality. And um, this is a very real world experience of what it is to be one. Yeah, what it is to be one. So, just a few of those those moments of I gotta use my voice, I gotta, I gotta be present to this, really can transmute this energy pretty beautifully. So all right, this question is: I think I had a urinary tract infection out of the blue with significant symptoms, stirred up fear, wondering what's happening. Well, there's a few different layers to this. Um, so there is some past information, some past uh, energy um, around that whole sacral area that's coming up. Um, so that's, so let's acknowledge that that's part of it. And let's, let's also acknowledge that 
that whole field, hold on a second, this is, putting, um, you're showing me multiple fields of this. Um, it's trying to pick up the most helpful one. So one, yes, there's past information that um, is, may have shown up as UTIs before, but I don't think so. I think it has more to do with that whole sac sacral energy and that energy not necessarily being um, the power of the, the, the little girl within you or the power of, um, of you not being seen, heard, valued, whatever. And, and so, and maybe even an overstep of a boundary um, in one way or another. So that's part of it. And so we can acknowledge that, oh yes, okay, she's coming up right now in order to be loved, appreciated and supported. The other piece too is that there is this energy that is wanting to become or, or is available to you that is more that divine mother, that's more that divine feminine energy. And you can imagine that as, there's a little bit of, there's a little bit of anxiety or fear about coming into that energy or that empowerment as well. So it, like sometimes like when I start talking to you about this energy that wants to come in and fill you up um, in that whole sacral energy, there's kind of like a knee jerk response of, well, wait a minute, I gotta protect myself from that because of maybe old historical information. But what if, that energy really wants to fill up that whole space. And what if you can sit and invite that more divine feminine aspect of you into that whole uh, pelvic girdle so that we don't have to make it about, you know, being irritated or frustrated or pissed off about something from the past or any, it's, it's not, yes, it's there, the past, part is there, but we're gonna fill that whole space up with that divine feminine energy. And it's really interesting because when you, when I even say that to you, it starts filling up and it starts bubbling up into the solar plexus. So you start really feeling your empowerment with that energy. So fill her up. <laughs> it's, <laughs> we need a lot of that divine feminine right now. So. Okay. Next question. I'm in a phase with my family where our daily stress seems to be overwhelming and constant. However, somehow I have a heightened eagerness to learn more about consciousness and beyond. Not even sure how to explain it, but I want to learn more help my family and others, but already feel like I'm spread too thin and know I should ease up to avoid overwhelm and overwork. Any thoughts? Mm, yeah. Um, so, you know, part of the energy here, my dear, is on the one hand, you know the powerhouse that you are. I mean, if you really just tapped into yourself, you know the powerhouse that's there. And part of you 
really is ready to get on with being that powerhouse and 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 being that field of consciousness and all i want to say is that you can't not be that you can't not remember that or evolve back into that so you're not on a you're not on a time limit when it comes to that that totality of you it's the totality of us can never go anywhere it's um and i understand the desire to get there fast and at the same time we really do get there uh, <laughs> i was going to say faster but it's not the case we get there in each moment that we again meet ourselves with some degree of compassion we we get there in each moment that we remind ourselves of what we actually are you know a lot of times there's a lot of there's a lot of balls in the air for somebody that has a field of consciousness like you do because it's almost like you're learning to juggle all of those different aspects of yourself simultaneously and um never easy for anybody to learn to juggle <laughs> you know it's we we drop the balls we hit ourselves in the head it, it just never quite goes the way we want it to go initially but what i really want you in particular to pay attention to is regardless of what your daily life what you think your daily life says about you or what um what it um reinforces about what somebody else said about you earlier in your life i want you to go right back to this consciousness that you actually are yeah i just want you to feel that field because you drop into it just like that yeah and as you drop into it it's going to and your 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 um, identifying your adding energy to that it's like things things start shifting not because you're making them happen or trying to make them shift but because there's just a different reality taking form within you yeah so you got the goods girl just use all <laughs> it's yeah and this is true this is true of us i mean we're we are so much more than we perceive ourselves to be and you know the these old ideas of you know who somebody else told us we are and therefore we believe we have these challenges for that reason let's change that dynamic a little bit could it be that that any of us have challenges because it's we're learning how to handle we're learning how to handle more we're learning how to expand more we're learning about ourselves through each and every one of those situations yeah i don't know very many people who are i would say um builders of the new world or who are who are highly uh capable yeah 
who haven't had some pretty challenging life experiences. Yeah, the scene, they seem to go hand in hand. And maybe we can build into the new world that that's not the case. <laughs> but for right now, it seems to be. Okay, this question is, I have this odd sensation that bubbles up all around my body. This has been going on a few weeks and very felt in my body. I'm not sure if it's because my energy was being drawn upon or if it was my own embodiment process. Please provide insight. Well, maybe both and, you know, um, again, Um, th oh, this is what's coming in. I, it, so in that both and, can it be that we are being drawn upon and we are fully embodying at the same time? Can it be that things that, you know, this either or kind of experience, this is one of the things that's actually really collapsing um, in this, in these moments. Um, and so what you're showing me is it's interesting. It's, it's almost like, looks like an effervescence, you know, it looks like soda bubbles or something like that, that are rising up from down below and kind of it's, uh, and so to me, I think the two actually can go hand in hand where that energy of being drawn upon, of course, is going to make you more aware and more um, focused on that whole side of your body. And that whole focus then evokes something else. It evokes that energy in as that energy comes in. It's like it just like something's flushing up, upward. Um, it's something's flushing upward in your field. It's almost like coming up out of the earth into your legs all the way up and out. And, um, and I do see that the two kind of go hand in hand in, and the mind kind of goes, well, how does that happen? How can it be drawing on and also receiving? But again, we're no longer in this division, this separation energy, we're, we're really playing in both and now. Um, it, I also have a feeling I will say that as, as we've kind of closed up these different places on the left-hand side that we're being drawn upon, that this energy flow is gonna, is gonna heighten right and so you can kind of call it like a little bit of a, a kundalini kind of energy a kundalini kind of rise but the byproduct of it is really this i don't know what i'll say is i think you're in for an aha moment here coming up pretty quick i think it's one of those oh it's uh, oh this is this is a the greater truth of me or oh this is why all of these things have played out the way they've played out. Um, it's, yeah, I just, I literally see just this aha moment for you coming up. So, yeah, cool. 
All right, this is the last question. Let's see, I hurt the area on my face under my eye tape tapping the skin too hard. This caused a broken vein, but it seems like it hit something deeper as the area still feels very tender. I'm wondering if you could shine some light on it. Uh, left eye, right eye. She didn't say. Okay. If you want to put that in the box, that'll help too. But let me take a look. Left. Okay. That's what I was, just wanted to make sure. Um, Um, let me just say this. I don't, I don't want to give too much mental information here. What I do want you to pay attention to, though, or maybe consider, is that there is, again, there is this perceptual shift that is that is coming about and um it's all, the, the the way it, the place i go to is like if you've seen the world through this particular lens and all of a sudden that particular lens has been opened up um it's on the one hand yes it's broken an old it's it's broken an old reality it's broken an old perception but something here as well as might be the same person might be a different person but again something here is shifting in in perception um yeah and i would stay i would stay not you're not looking for it not looking for it per se you're we're just going to acknowledge that a shift in perception is available um here and that you're just open to it you know, you're just open to it. And I think anytime we're getting ready to make a shift in perception, we have a tendency, there can be a little bit of stress or a little bit of anxiety because the body knows it's coming long before the human mind knows it's coming. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So can I add a little bit to that, Sharon? I mean, just overall, we have time to... Okay, cool. So what's really interesting about this call today, and let's check in with ourselves now and let's see how that anxiety energy or that stress energy is feeling now that we've had some time together and sometimes just talking through some things or shifting the mind into different perspectives. I mean, again, notice how that might have shifted the energy within us so again, nice time to just take another nice deep inhale and exhale it all the way down into the earth. And the, the thing I feel like I really want to say or need to say here is just because the old is up and or it's moving through um, and or it's collapsing, does not mean that anybody is broken. It doesn't mean that anybody is um, needs fixing, right? It's simply it's simply an indication that there is a readiness for another iteration of you. 
And in this environment, most likely a much bigger iteration of you, right? And so just, if we can just, as that, and I know it's challenging. I do the same thing all the time. It's like things come up and I'm like, oh my gosh, what's wrong? It's like, it's what's happening. It's like, and what I'm noticing is, and this may be the benefit of being tired by the process as well. At some point you just can't, you can't go backwards. You know, you, there's no, there's no energy for it. And so all you can really do is just be, just be present to it. Just um, nurture yourself, love yourself, have compassion for yourself and notice what passes, you know, and, and notice how quickly it passes. First, maybe, you know, not so much, but watch, it's just gonna keep like a conveyor belt, you know, moving on through. So yeah, it's, we're actually dismantling all of the information that prevented us from perceiving our wholeness, our totality. And so as that all comes up, flushes through, collapses, right? Everything that's coming up, flushing through, collapsing is the old. Yeah. And, and we want to pay attention to what's left. You know, what's, what's revealed by that. You can feel it just... We're really going to understand here and the next, well, many of us are getting this information already, but we're really beginning to understand that we really are energy first. The form is the form that, um, but even the form is energy first. Yeah, it's all energy. Yeah, there we go. It's hard to find words these days too. I don't know if you've noticed, but it's just challenging. Easier to sit together and support each other in presence. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Hope that was helpful, everyone. And uh, thanks for showing up tonight. I uh, will see you next time, okay? Lots of love. Bye.